COVID-19, virtual selling, remote work, video calls, no frequent flyer miles. <laughs> There's no argument that the world of sales has changed in the past couple of years. The key question is how much of this change is permanent? Everything, all of it. We don't see things going back to the pre-pandemic stage. It's just a matter of how fast we can mobilize. Virtual selling is here to stay. Hey everyone, my name is Tom Abbott. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Soco Sales Training and author of Social Selling. And I'm really excited to be here today to share with you some ideas around virtual selling and how you can transition from in-person to online selling. So let's just jump right in with some tips and tricks, some best practices on virtual selling. So I'm going to share with you for the next few minutes what you need to do before, during, and after a virtual sales call to make sure that you tick all the boxes and you're on your way to closing more deals faster and easier than ever before in a virtual selling environment. So let's just jump right in with what to do before the call. So here's what you need to do to prepare for your virtual call, to get ready in advance. Well, the first thing I want to share with you is that you've got to make it easy to meet with you. You've got to make it super easy for prospects to actually get in touch with you. No back and forth trying to double confirm, hey, when are you free? Well, the first part of the week is horrible. Okay, well, how about the second half? Well, the second half is okay, but only on Friday. Okay, let's do Friday. Well, Friday morning is tight, but the afternoon might be okay. How about one? I don't know. How about 2.30? Done. That takes so long. I'm sure you can definitely appreciate and identify with all the back and forth that goes on trying to schedule appointments with prospects. That's not easy for them or you. So how do we make it easier? Well, using some of these tools like Calendly. It's like calendar with an L-Y at the end. Calendly. I love this platform because it lets me send a link to a prospect. That link lets them access my calendar. They can see it all. They can see when I'm available and just choose a day and time that works for them. That makes it super easy. It's fast, easy, convenient, and you can have it set up so that it sends a reminder either one or two days before or even a couple of hours before your call just to make sure that they get on that call. It actually helps to reduce the number of cancellations and no-shows, and who doesn't want that? So again, you've got to make it easy for people to meet with you. The next tip that I want to share is the importance of you being a master of the platform. So whatever platform you're on, whether it's Zoom, Teams, WebEx, GoToMeeting, whatever platform you're on, and not your favorite platform, your prospect's favorite platform, make sure that you're a master so that you're not asking them, hey, how do I share my screen, <laughs> right? How do I use the chat function? How do I get my virtual background to work? Uh-uh. You've got to be the master. In fact, there's a good chance that maybe your customer or prospect, maybe they're not super comfortable on the platform themselves, which means you've got to be doing a little bit of troubleshooting and kind of be IT support or tech support for your customer. So something that I recommend is be sure when you sent that calendar invite, and maybe they've sent you a calendar invite and said, we're going to meet on Teams. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, now I love Zoom. I don't mind Teams. It's not my favorite. So whenever one of my customers wants to meet on Teams, I know that I need to get ready. 
Am I going to do the, the 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 web version? Am I going to do the 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 application? I want to make sure that my background is working and the mic, the audio, the video, everything is working, so that when it's meeting time, it's go time, and I'm ready to get started. So be a master of the platform. Do some research on the platforms if you need to, so that you are um, a guru when it comes to all of these platforms. And then be sure that you hop on the call at least five or ten minutes before, so that you're familiar with it and you're ready to go. In the same way that you should show up to a in-person appointment early, because as we all know, on time is late, be sure that you show up five or 10 minutes early for your virtual meetings so that you're in the waiting room, not them. All right, so be a master of the platform. Now, another thing that I love to do to help prepare for these video calls is to send an email confirmation of the meeting in advance. Now, I hope that you're already doing this, but there's a little twist in here that I want to share with you. So check check this out. In the email confirmation of the meeting, of course, you want to start by sharing the reason for the meeting. So something like, just a friendly reminder of our upcoming meeting tomorrow about inpatient and outpatient operations. So as you can see, this template here was with one of our customers in healthcare. Then notice I include the login instructions. We'll meet on video chat via the Zoom link on the calendar invite. Now, if you've never used it, allow a few minutes to install the software and connect to the meeting. That's super important. Let them know, remind them that this is going to be a video conference call, a Zoom call, and get them in the headspace to be prepared for that call. Make sure that they're on a few minutes early, that they've downloaded the software if they need to, and they're good to go. You don't want to be wasting 5, 10, or more minutes of your call dealing with technical issues. So help them by telling them in advance how the call's going to go. So include the login instructions. Well, then you'll notice that we include the meeting agenda. So this is something that you should include whether you're meeting in person or virtual. So I would say, here's a quick rundown of what we'll talk about. Your current situation and challenges, what your goals are for the hospital. Again, this is uh, healthcare. Our solutions and services, any questions that you might have, and is this a fit? And then finally, at the bottom, you'll notice that what I do is I give ownership to them of the meeting to co-create the agenda. I'll say, let me know if there's anything that you'd like to add or change. See you soon. So having an email confirmation that not only includes a reminder, it also includes the agenda, as well as login instructions, will help to guarantee that more people show up to your call and they show up ready to go. So email confirmations, one of my favorite tips. Also, in preparation for any virtual call or in person, be sure that you do your research. Now more than ever, it is so easy to get background information on your prospect or customer. So do some research. Hop onto LinkedIn. Check out their profile. Check out their company page on LinkedIn. Go on their website. Do a Google search and see if there's any news. Check out financial reports. Do whatever you need to do. Talk to existing customers. Talk to some other suppliers or vendors. Talk to your staff. Do whatever it takes to do your research and get the information that you need in preparation for that meeting. You can't show up to a virtual meeting and ask them, so tell me about your business. <laughs> What's going on in your company? Wrong. What a waste of time. You should come onto that call by saying, I've done a little research and here's what I found out about some of your key initiatives for this quarter. Can you elaborate a little bit more or, or can you tell me more about that? 
at least start with some context. So be sure to do some research. You know, something that I've learned over the years is it's not good enough to come and say, hey, what's keeping you up at night? Instead, we should be telling them, here's what should be keeping you up at night. So do your research, do your homework, and come prepared. All right, so I've shared with you some tips on what to do before the call. Now, here's what you should do on the call. Definitely use video. Turn on the camera. Let people see your smiling face. Let them feel and see your energy. Video helps to build trust and to create rapport. Now, you definitely need to have your camera on. I also encourage you to encourage your customer to turn on their video as well. They may or may not do it, but you definitely have to ask because if they turn it on, you'll be able to see their body language. You'll be able to connect with them a little bit easier. But if they say no, if they refuse or they're just not comfortable, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Just be sure that yours is on. Now, here's a little tip. You could say, hey, do you mind throwing on your camera just so I can put a face to a voice? And they'll more than likely they'll turn it on. Or if they're a little bit hesitant, you can say, do you mind just throwing it on for a moment just so, just so we, can, we can kind of get to know each other a bit better and then feel free to turn it off after? Get them to turn it on at the beginning and the end of the call. That's really going to help you all feel connected. So definitely use video. This is a great way to build rapport, and you also want to find some other ways to do that. Obviously, when you check them out on LinkedIn, for example, or Facebook, if you're connected with them on Facebook or Instagram, you'll get a really good feel for who they are on a personal level. What are their hobbies and interests? What do they like to do? Do they support certain sales teams, any, any sports teams, for example? So if anybody follows me, you'll know that I'm a huge, huge tennis fan, and I love Roger Federer. So imagine, if you were trying to sell something to me, would it help us feel better connected if you talked about tennis or Roger Federer? It sure would, right? So do your homework and build some rapport. Some topics you can talk about would be things like, hey, how's COVID affecting your business? Or are you all working at home, hybrid? What's going on right now? How has this current situation affected your working environment? So any kind of chit-chat to get the ball rolling, Building rapport, super important. But just remember, where in a physical environment in person, you maybe had 10, 20 minutes to kind of make that connection. Virtually, you might only have 20 minutes on the call. <laughs> so you've got only about two minutes to start building rapport. Now, another thing I think that's really important on video is to be energetic. You've got to bring the energy. Use body language. Use hand gestures. If you're going to count things out, go one two, three, count it out. Um, you say, look, there are three things that I want to talk about right now. So using hand gestures, super important. Say things like, I want to help you increase sales or I want to decrease your costs, right? So you want to use hand gestures to be more animated in a virtual environment. So look, don't worry. If you're not comfortable with it, just increase your energy by about 10%. That's all you need. You don't have to be over the top, but just a little bit more animated than you normally would in person. So definitely up your energy. Now, something I've noticed as well with a lot of people on virtual meetings is the minute they get on, they throw on their sales deck and they're just reading slide after slide after slide. So here's something that you need to keep in mind. Don't pitch. Have a conversation. Don't make it a presentation. All right. This is not a one-way presentation where you're pitching your deck to a prospect. Instead, 
Engage them by asking them questions. Try to get some feedback. Hey, tell me more about this. What are you trying to achieve? Why is that important to you? When are you hoping to get this done? What do you think? How does that sound? Is this what you had in mind? Get some feedback. Go back and forth. Make a dynamic, conversational. Again, it's a conversation, not a presentation. So please resist the urge to throw on the presentation. Resist the urge to share your screen right away and at least spend some time having a conversation. Now, if you do put some slides on, which is okay, be sure that you're transitioning from slide to talking, slide to talking, slide to engaging, slide to engaging in conversation to keep it a two-way flow instead of a one one-way data dump, okay? So don't pitch, have a conversation. And finally, here's what we need to do after the call. So once we've done this virtual call, it's really important to send a recap email summarizing what you all discussed, what was mutually agreed upon, and who's going to do what when. So sending a recap with next steps, super important. Obviously, we need to do this in person, but virtual things happen so fast, the speed of business has accelerated. So you've got to be on these as quickly as possible. So once you hop off that call, you're going to want to send a recap email that looks something like this. Be sure to thank them. Hey, thanks for a great meeting today. Here's a quick recap of what we talked about and agreed upon next steps. So talk about the product or service you were discussing. What business outcomes do they want to achieve? What are some of the indicators that will demonstrate progress and fulfillment? And finally, what's the impact on the customer of meeting these objectives? What's the overall value? And then you want to end with next steps and a call to action. Tell them what's going to happen next and what do you want them to do? Hey, please get back to me and let me know if this captures the essence of our conversation. Here's my mobile number, here's my email address. So you definitely wanna do a post-meeting recap email to make sure that nothing falls through the cracks. All right, my friends, so to summarize everything here in this short video, here are some recommendations that I have for you on your virtual calls. Run your meetings the same way each and every time. Pre-meeting, send the meeting agenda in advance with some information about how they can join the call. During the meeting, build some rapport for a couple of minutes and go through the agenda and get confirmation on that. Then go through the contents of the meeting, the meat and potatoes of the meeting. Wrap up, recap, decide and agree upon next steps. And then of course, post-meeting, send a recap over email, and post the information to your CRM. And then finally, take the agreed upon next steps. If you want to take your sales skills to the next level and learn how to master the entire sales process, join Soko Academy and get certified in Soko Selling. The link is in the notes. So my friends, I'm confident that by going through the tips that we talked about here, you are on your way to being a pro at virtual selling and transitioning from in-person to online selling. To get in touch with me, you can find me on LinkedIn by looking up Tom Abbott Soko. And you can reach out to us on our website, SokoSelling.com, where our program advisors are happy to help plan out the ideal training solution for your team. Take care, everyone, and I hope you'll tune in to the next episode of the Selling in Asia podcast.